Oh, I'm a polyglot. I'm all over the place, me. <laughs> where, where I get my learning from, I'm not posh. Power to live more with Joe Dodds. Welcome to the Power to Live More podcast, all about productivity, organisation, well-being, energy, and resilience. I'm Jo Dodds and I started this show to enable interesting people to share their stories about how they use their power to live more and by that I mean to do the stuff that they want to do more than the stuff that they need to or should do. It's about creating a life for yourself where you have the energy, health and space to be happy and fulfilled, spending your time as you'd like, whether that be at work, home or somewhere else entirely. That's your choice. Hello, my name is Ellie Dodds and I'm co-presenter. And today, Joe is interviewing Amechi Udo. Joe and Amechi connected via the Virtual Speaker Pro community, where Joe is an expert speaker. Amechi is the founder and lead career strategist at Career Coaching and Training Company, Your Career Matters, passionate about helping professionals and organisations create and experience satisfying, rewarding careers. Amechi has helped hundreds of people do this internationally. Based in the UK, Amechi has worked from home from a, for over 15 years, integrating his professional life with that of a father of two. Outside of his work, Amechi is an avid and frustrated Arsenal fan, keen bread maker and family cook. Back to the studio. Today I'm interviewing Amechi Udo of Your Career Matters. So welcome Amechi, great to have you with me. Hi Joe. nice to meet you over the phone. Yeah, so tell us a bit more about you, what you do and where you do it. <laughs> what I do is I help individuals and organisations create the careers they deserve. I do it from, from home, um, which is now Wellingborough. I recently moved from Croydon. I've got two, two young children, one, one who's at, uh, at junior school and uh, one, one who's a, a, a toddler just coming up for two. Life is very interesting and... Uh, the working from home piece has been something I've been doing for ooh, about, oh my goodness, uh, about 15, 16 years. Wow. Um, but it's gone through various iterations as I've, I've worked and developed and my life has changed and the life of those I've been involved with has changed too. Mm-hmm. So, and how do you actually work with your clients? I'm, I'm very sociable character I prefer to be around people um, particularly in terms of generating ideas developing ideas and getting stuff complete I know what I'm strong at and that isn't always my forte you know sort of getting stuff completed quickly Um, so I had to start building my own support networks and communities to to help yeah and I was very fortunate in that I went into coaching and literally bumped into people who were coaching. Uh, I did a I did a program with Nick Williams, who's the author of The Work We Were Born to Do. Mm-hmm. And um, he's author of many other books and programs as well, but that was the one for me. And I, I went and I did his workshop, and on that workshop I met two people that stand out. One who uh, became the first live coach that I'd met, and the other who became my first coaching client and the 
person that I, uh, the first live coach that I met, uh, a lady called Jilly Shaw, um, she actually said, hey, you want to get down to the London Coaching Group? They meet every month. It's a great community, a great network. And you also want to join the UK Coaching coaching List, which is a which was at that time a, a UK focused online coaching group, uh, exchanging information around around coaching. Mm. Now for me that was great you know, because I went from thinking I'm all isolated, I'm all on my own, I've got no one to talk to, bounce ideas off to. Wow, here's hundreds of people to communicate with. In the early days of email, I mean, I'm talking squeaky noise dial-up. <laughs> <laughs> that was a very good impression. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the, the early days of it all. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, and exchanging emails with those. And that group has now evolved into a Facebook group, Facebook group called the Euro Coach List, which mm-hmm. is a closed group can apply to uh, be, be a part of that if you're interested in coaching or, or you, you currently coach and need more company. Um, so the bottom line was I gradually started to evolve working time or working patterns um, and, and, and support systems that help me. Um, I've been part of online master, uh, well, telephone mastermind groups um, that have helped to give some structure and rhythm to the day as well. Uh, to yeah, I think it's safe to say to use the D word, some discipline uh-huh. <laughs> um, yeah. around getting getting things done and keep being accountable and developing your thinking mm. because you do. I for one anyway need the stimulus of others. Um, I think it's much the big evolution and we'll talk a bit more about about it later when we talk about resources. But the big evolution is now the access to stuff. That's, that can help you with your thinking, with your thoughts, your activities. You know, if anything, it, it, it's gone the other way now. I, I can I can tap into almost anything. You know, um, I think I think our kids are uh, uh, they they look at us both and uh, me and my partner and see that we are twinned in the sense that we both have iPhones and we both have our headphones in and we're both both mm-hmm. listening to an audio book or a, a YouTube or, yeah. or something else. Right. What did you say? Sorry, the unplug. <laughs> yeah. well, the age of information moving into the age of age of overwhelm. It's interesting, actually. Yeah. Yesterday, uh, little Dodsy um, uh, thought she tricked me into um, find into um, whether the the tooth fairy exists or not. So um, <laughs> she's been quite up on on Father Christmas for a couple of years. But I heard her telling her friend a little while ago that. Um, she knows that there's no Father Christmas, but um, she's sure that there is a tooth fairy. Um, so she came to me having lost a tooth in sometime in August and um, uh, was away at the time. So she kept it in an envelope and brought it home and then said she was going to put it under her pillow, you know, sometime further down the line, which, of course, is the kiss of death to us parents because then you don't know. And she tricked me purposely to see whether if she put it under her pillow and didn't tell me whether any money appeared under there and and you know, it didn't. Um, uh, so then she decided that that must mean that the tooth fairy doesn't exist. And, and you know how you try and click, well, you don't know your children old enough yet, but you know, you cling on to these, these things of their childhood. So, um, but I'm a very honest person as well. So I was a bit like, mm, so I was going to her, she go, no, come on, tell me, tell me the truth, tell me the truth. So I said, I'll tell you, what. I said, I'm surprised you haven't Googled it yet, Ellie. 
<laughs> so, so we did. We Googled it. Does the tooth fairy exist? And of course, there's a whole raft of information, including uh, somebody who'd asked the question on Cora. And this lady <laughs> written a really long story about why, of course, it exists. <laughs> of course, she exists. And, you know, why would you be even asking the question? And so we read a load of stuff online last night, which is really funny. And then she put her tooth under her pillow last night. But she told me. And uh, money was under there. And I've now looked and it's not there anymore, but she hasn't admitted it. So we're now in this sort of funny virtual, you know, sort of world of, of not knowing who's tricking who at the moment. <laughs> but, but it just it just makes me laugh that, you know, we were able to Google, does the tooth fairy exist? And unfortunately, there's lots of resources out there that tell you that it does. She does. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> so, let, 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 we may have to save this one as, a, as an outtake for uh, you know, no spoilers. Well, well she does do the uh, she does do the um, intros, but she doesn't actually listen back to any of the rest of it. So we'll get away with it. Don't you worry. <laughs> <laughs> I'll play it to her in a few years' time. <laughs> but I do think um, one, to pick up some of the things you've said. I think from my own experience as well of working from home that. Um, so much of it is about self-awareness. You, you talked a lot about mm. needing support and interaction with other people. And that's something that I actually don't need. I, I get it because I do things mm. you know, where that happens, if you like. But it's something that I don't need to seek out because I am quite an introvert, much to people's amazement, because I'm also very noisy and um, sociable when I'm in, in, uh, in public, if you like. But actually, for me, a perfect day is silence no phones no people locked in my office <laughs> so I wouldn't seek out a coffee shop just for that sort of ambient noise because it's not something that you know that, that that I need but it's taken me a long time to sort of really work that out and um, craft my life if you like around that stuff and you know thinking about the things that I do and what I offer to clients I keep going to offer things that I see other people offering thinking that that's what I should be doing and then realizing it doesn't suit my personality and, and what I actually want to do whereas five six seven years ago I would have still done it now I would pull back knowing you know knowing myself better do you find that that's what's happened with you you know it's sort of as you say 15 16 years have you really got to know yourself well in that time yeah I mean I, I was reflecting on <laughs> I suppose what I would describe as my golden era of working from home <laughs> if I actually <laughs> tell me more <laughs> uh, well I, I, I literally I, I, I was working as an associate of, of a particular company and uh, it basically meant that I was working one week in four um, I'd go out I'd deliver my stuff I'd come back I'd store, store what I needed to store for the next time um, I did a little bit of stuff on the computer, but nothing excessive. And yeah, I've got to say, say that was it was great because I I then had much more time for other facets of my life, and I, it's, it's something I've, I was going to touch on later. But there's, there's a book by Susan Jeffers called "Feel the Fear and Do It Anyway." Yeah. And one of the elements that which is often talked about is this whole work-life balance integration blah 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 but she she puts it in very sharp focus she's got a, a grid and the grid in, in the first picture is the grid is empty it's a large box then we when the second one she says right put work in it <laughs> that's it. so now that now the box is full <laughs> <laughs> Over. Now, yeah. now, now now take work out oh 
now life is empty. <laughs> yeah. Now divide that, that same box into a grid of three columns and three rows. So okay. you have nine, nine boxes. Yeah. In each box, put things that you have in your life. Work, family, friends, partner, pets, holidays, hobbies, interests, travel, for example. Yeah. Now take work out. Oh, I still have a life. Yeah. I still have lots of things that I do that I'm interested in, that I'm passionate about, and are fulfilling. And yes, work is important, but it's in the context of the rest of my life. Yes. Not all of my life. And although I can't go back in time to uh, the life I lived back then, when I first was kind of working from home, I can take that, that Susan Jeffers message and look at my life now and go, okay, there are times when, yeah, actually, you know, work may be occupying two or three boxes instead of its normal one. <laughs> yeah. But there are still other aspects of my life, and sometimes some of the other boxes are empty. Uh, we've just come back from holiday. The Olympics has been on. We were away for three weeks out in Poland where my, my partner comes from. Uh, we, were in, we were in the countryside. Um, you know, days filled with walks in the forest and going to other family family members who own farms and coming back with with corn that you've pulled off from the farmer's field and stuff like that. You know, very very nice. Yeah. And you know, I, I came back and I thought, oh, you know, that's probably been me doing more exercise, being more active, being more thoughtful. And reflective around what I'm doing with my business. Hmm. Am I, is there a message here about time, <laughs> time that I'm managing and how I'm managing it? Yeah. And obviously there, there, there is. And so whilst I can't transplant what I had on holiday back here, the lessons I've brought back are okay. Yeah. Let's revisit the grid and let's see. Mm. You know, what else am I doing? Am I if I'm? I think just before we went on holiday, I was certainly feeling. Oh, I'm just working. <laughs> if I'm yeah. not working, I'm doing all the core stuff around uh, nourishing the children in terms of literally food, <laughs> yes. clothes, yeah. uh, and all of that. But not much real engagement and enjoyment of them, of yeah. me, of my, my, myself and my partner, our lives. We're all running. <laughs> Yeah. Nobody's standing still. Mm -hmm. I think it's probably best summed up when I, a few years back, I went on holiday to a place called uh, Biddeford. I know in, Biddeford. Well, well, I actually, <laughs> well, I actually went to Appledore, but we did a day trip to Biddeford. And I was, in, I used to live in London at that stage, and I was in London mode. I was zooming through the through the street, <laughs> and this, this elderly lady just turned to me and she said, "Slow down." Wow. All right. Oh. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I I get your point. And that's so, it's such a simple message, but also so powerful. Yeah. Uh, as a as a command, slow down. Okay. <laughs> mm. uh, metaphorically as well as physically, just. Whew. Yeah. yeah. 
And now, when I'm doing a lot of the things that I do at home, um, I am mindful of stuff, you know, even simple things like uh, you might, I, I was, not this morning, I, I, I was washing up, I was also putting putting some, some porridge in a tub for, for my son, so he, could, he hadn't eaten all of his breakfast, so he could have something later, and I found myself attempting perversely to try and put the lid on the tub at the same time as wash up, and I thought, you could create two two whole worlds of mess here. <laughs> yeah. Finish one, do it, breathe, finish the other. And I know it sounds like very simple, very trite, very easy, but when we look at the way that we're living our lives, we're running our lives, or things are running us, it can be very easy to, oh, I'll just, and while I'm, and the other one, no, yeah. actually, mm -hmm. it's no, it's no problem to actually just sit still, stop, be, yeah, <laughs> breathe. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right, you know. Uh, uh, it, all, the, all the rest of the stuff is is stuff. Yeah. I think it's interesting. We're just recording this. Uh, it won't be going out for a little while, but we're just recording this as the children go back to school. And, um, mm -hmm. you know, I, I just reflect on the last six weeks. I think it's probably been the best summer holidays um, we've had. And I've enjoyed so much time with, with the family and with Ellie, um, but also got stuff done and, you know, sorted my office out and sorted mm -hmm. some of the house out. And we've got a new mm -hmm. rabbit and we've done, gone through all of that <laughs> thing and stuff. You know, um, the, the amount that we've packed in, but I sort of, um, I'm reflecting on, you know, that I could still pack a lot in now and continue to work in the same sort of way. It doesn't have to be just in the holiday. It's interesting, you know, that I, I don't want to slip back in, you know, traditional work mode when I know that I can get lots done if I work in holiday mode, if you like, almost. So I'm trying to work out how I can continue with that whilst it not being the holidays, if you like. <laughs> so there we go. Well, I think the fact that you're you're willing to explore it is is, is enough in itself. Yes, yeah, and um, yeah, it's all an exploration. There's no oh. So moving on a bit, let's talk a bit about sort of getting stuff done. So we've talked about that whole reflection <laughs> and uh, and whatever. So we're, we're we're currently in this little oh, delivery where we're not going to actually do much work. Activity, delivery. Around being mentally on holiday, but uh, how how do you get stuff done? What what do you? How do I get stuff done? <laughs> I think. Well, my my favourite tool to help me in getting stuff done, at least in capturing what is there to do, is is my phone. I I use the iPad, iPhone Notes part of it a lot, yeah, and the audio recorder as well. Um, prior to using the iPhone, I was a, I was a big fan of the Palm and the Palm Pilots, so they were great till mine died. <laughs> <laughs> so I use that to schedule things in, you know, at a, at a basic level, I know I know appointments, I know things that might be coming up. Um, I'm an NLP practitioner, and one of the elements that I, I've learned around that is, is you can either be in the moment all the time, or you can be aware of moments that are, that are behind in the, in the now and coming up. And you can also learn how to switch from one to the other. Yeah. I was very much in the moment a lot of the time when I was doing work. Oh yeah, yeah, I'm just focused. This is great, and I'm just getting on with it. And 
oh, is that the time? <laughs> Which can be great as long as there is nothing else scheduled. Yeah. Um, and now, quite literally, because of the digital switch in terms of diaries, I couldn't do well. I could do paper diaries, but they never really. I never really connected with them. I never really enjoyed using them. But a digital diary allows me that opportunity to look forward and backwards and at the present. You know, oh right, last week I spoke to this client. Um, I agreed to do this, this, and this. Um, it's now a couple of days on. I have a sense it. Yes, I have. I'm waiting for it to come back. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Next week I've got an appointment with them again. Or oh, looking at where I am now. Yeah. Is that appointment still okay? Yes, it is. Oh no, I need to make an adjustment around that, etc. So you. So it makes it very easy in yeah. that respect. So you use your calendar for those appointments. So when you talk about using notes and using the audio, do you end up with just sort of one big long list, or do you um, no, organize it by no, project or by no. client? How does that work? No, I, I I have I have different notes for different things. So ideas will come, and sometimes those ideas will come again and again. And initially, that used to be like, oh, hold on, I've already thought about this, and now I go, I've already thought about this. So this this probably means it's on my mind and it's important, and it's probably something I feel confident enough to take forward. Right. And so I I I can I can then take it off the phone and say, right. I now need to email it to myself and cut and paste it into a document and develop it. Either it's a blog post, you know, or it's a, it's a webinar, or it's an article, or it's all any or all of those. Yeah. But there's something I can do with it. It's being taken out of my head and stored for late, later use, which is okay. brilliant for me because yeah. I need that. I, uh, I, I do suffer from ideasitis, so, <laughs> <laughs> so, so sometimes, <laughs> yeah. So that's your notes. So what, what other tools or apps do you the, use? The audio bit around that is uh, also really useful because yeah. I can, there are times when, I don't know about you, but I've got a writer's voice, so I can actually hear myself expressing things in the way I want to. Right. And then... I then sit down at the computer and go, oh, I just want to remember that. And the editing voice kicks in. <laughs> and it's like, oh, uh, oh, no, not like that, like that. And it never quite comes out of my fingers the way that it comes out of my, my mind and out of my mouth. Right. Not always, but it takes a lot longer to get into that mode. Yeah. Um, I've worked... I'm very grateful for working with a wonderful writing coach called Karen Williams of yeah. Libratus, Libratus Books, and she's 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 really brilliant at helping you to formulate your writing style and your writing methods, and and encouraging you to explore to experiment with what works for you. Mm-hmm. And I remember saying to her, look, Karen, I'm really stuck with actually sitting down and doing my words for this book. Yes. <laughs> and, but I've had a breakthrough. I'll do it on audio. Yep. Because that actually is really where I I want the reader to, yeah, to hear me. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, so, and to speak, and to write as I speak in respect to some of this yeah uh, to really so they really get it not just 
oh wow, that's beautifully edited, lovely, <laughs> great typography, uh, quite dull, sterile <laughs> kind of, of text. There's no, there's no life to it. Yeah. So what's the, I, I, the app that you I, use for that? Um, it literally is just the audio recording facility oh, on the, the phone. Just the iPhone so one, yeah. Yeah. Okay. And again, because I can then plug that in, put it on the phone, you know, put it on my computer, send it as a file if I want to. Yeah. Um, there are other, there are other, if I wanted to store it elsewhere, uh, I could use Audio Acrobat um, to, mm -hmm. to store it all online. And it, when I get round to it, I can uh, send it all off to somebody to, uh, yeah, audio typist to just get it all typed up and say, right, great, yeah. thank you. Because <laughs> yeah. I don't need, I don't need to do that bit. No. I'm not a touch typist, yeah. and even if I were, it probably wouldn't be what I'd want to focus my time on. No. I'd much prefer to give it to someone who can. Oh wow, I do 90 words a minute. Yeah. 90% uh, eight, eight, uh, correct, correct at first time, mm. and I can take what you sent and do it in a couple of days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I definitely. I've been, I've been looking at, at doing audio for my blogging recently because I've I used to do a lot of written blogs and now I just do so much audio that I just think it'd be a lot easier just to record something have it have it transcribed and edit it job done sort of thing so yeah I, I yeah. buy into that definitely lovely any any other tools or apps that you'd recommend my tools of choice uh, the latest app I'm playing with in relation to my Twitter Twitter account is Crowdfire um, I'm, I'm using the free version, and that is, uh, or, sh or should I say, freemium. <laughs> um, that is a, it's a bit more than just a, a, a filter for people to uh, be subscribed or unsubscribed on your on your Twitter Twitter account. It it's it gives you some data data fields to fill out to suggest who say who you might want to follow or who your competitors are yeah it will give you a bit of analysis um, and come back and say okay here, here's some things that you can now do that potentially can enhance your following and also manage the levels of relationships you have with people on on your Twitter account so for example it might say oh unfollow these 25 people because their accounts are inactive right makes sense to me because mm -hmm. uh, they're just hanging around and there's no there's no conversation um, equally it might say uh, follow these 50 people who are followed by your 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 rivals it's okay makes sense yeah <laughs> they've got a, they've got a shared interest yeah and it takes about five minutes a day Right. To do it. Yeah. Do you have any more on your list, or shall we move on to? Yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I've just downloaded the LinkedIn app. <sighs> yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, that's good. Which again, for me, it's moved things along um, in terms of being able to get in, see my staff, respond, promote. I think I'm moving much more and raising my profile, and I found it far quicker to do that off my phone than I have off my desktop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I, it is it is far more laser focused because you literally choose right. I'm going to that app. I'm doing these things. I'm coming out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. And it goes back to what you're saying about using your phone mostly for for you know a, a sort of um, 
uh, task management tool, if you like. I, I find the same mm. lots of things I just do on my phone because they work better on the phone than they do on the computer, and that is less distracting, isn't it? Yep. And, and I think I feel I feel it's okay to go in and out on my phone. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, so talk, talk about zoning out then. Talk, talk a bit about what you do when you're not working, how you relax, how you keep yourself healthy. Um, sort of I, I think some of, some of it's about being in tune with myself. So yeah. if, I, if, for example, I think, oh, God, you know, I've, I've been doing this and I've been running from here to there to get this done and that done, then actually it's about just putting that break in and sitting down. Yeah. <sighs> You know, whether that's turning the TV on or not, it's it's more the actual enjoyment of sometimes just being at home, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> sit down, not at the computer, but on the sofa, and relax. Yeah. Uh, children are asleep, partner's re- relaxing herself. Um, um, mm-hmm. I don't I don't need to think exercise my head much, if at all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just come back now. Um, living where we live now, it's much easier to go out and about for a walk. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got lots of parks and uh, a big country park, probably about half an hour away on foot from where we live. Um, but it's a small it's a small town, so it it doesn't take much to be back outside in greenery. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah. which, which makes a big difference. Uh, we've got a garden, so just going out there. Uh, I'm not particularly, I'm not a gardener by nature. I let, I let nature do the gardening, and if it gives me something useful, then I'll pick it and eat it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we, we've, we've got some nice blackberries in the garden at the moment. So when, 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 when nature says, right, it's time for all the weeds to die off and uh, all that to go move back, then I'll get out there and I'll, I'll do a bit of pottering around and tidying up. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't take over then that's yeah. okay yeah but um, a lot of it is just like I say more just slowing down turning off and getting engaged or involved with other stuff simple things like reading at the moment I'm reading uh, but by John John S Williams called screw work break free yeah and he's also the author of uh, screw work Let, uh, let's play yeah uh, it, it's really, it's a really simple in one of it's a really simple book, a very enjoyable book. Um, really on the phone, Kindle. Those are my those are my treats. Um, yeah. And I think again because of where where we live now, some of the some of the treats are just being out being out and about, taking yeah. the taking the air. You know, summer summer is still lingering, so enjoy it while we can. Exactly, exactly. So you you talked about reading uh, that book and you've talked about quite a few books as we've gone through. Is that the main way that you learn and, and improve yourself or, or do you? Uh, I'm, I'm a polyglot. So I, I'm all over the place, me. <laughs> <laughs> where, where I get my learning from, I'm not posh. Um, YouTube is a, is, a, is a biggie for me. Yeah. Uh, particularly TED Talks, um, uh, in relation to sort of the whole work-life stuff that we're, we're, we're talking about. Um, there's, a, there's a great talk by Nigel Marsh, right. How to Make Life Balance. Okay. And um, it's about you know, 
it's about six years ago, but uh, I, I, I still, I, I think the messages are as true then as they are now. So did you uh, say it's how to make work and work life, life balance? Work no, life balance. How to make work life balance. Work life balance. And it's, okay. And it's, uh, it's Nigel Marsh. Yes. Okay. Uh, and, and I particularly, I particularly like it because he, he, he's got a good, good turn of turn of phrase and, and a bit of wit and humour about him as well. Yes. Uh, yeah. So it's interesting. I was listening to a podcast the other day, and I've heard the same guy say this before that he doesn't think work and life should balance and they used a, a metaphor of sitting on a swing and that if not on a swing at all ignore me <laughs> sitting Excuse actually me. my child I was gonna say my child's old too old now you see I can't remember all the playground things um <laughs> sitting on a seesaw and how if you have the seesaw balanced is actually really boring um which I thought was a really interesting analogy and so they were sort of I can't think what phrase he came up with instead but it wasn't balance it was yeah, I, mean, I, I tend to use integration but it wasn't even that and I can't think what they said Ooh. now but but I thought it was interesting oh. that they were saying he talked oh he talks about shifting gear I think I've talked about it on my newsletter that when you drive a car you don't balance your gears you shift gears depending on what's going on so you go you know you speed up or slow down depending on what's going on around you and I I quite like that as an analogy for for what you do within in work and, and life and, and all that sort of thing well can you remember the the main sort of point of of the TED talk. I mean, I am going to go and watch it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, the long and short words: they don't balance. Right. Okay. Good. Good. Uh, <laughs> We've just yeah. spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Spoiler alert. Yeah. The, yes. They're always competing. Yes. Uh, yeah. It's apples and oranges. Yeah. You turn around to your your boss, even if you're self-employed, and say, "Hey, do you know what? <laughs> what I'd like to do is I'd like to dedicate a full." one hour with you and then I like to go home, take care of all my domestic stuff, come back, do another hour with you, then go out, meet some friends, come back, do another hour with you, etc. Sounds like my life. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I'd want to, that's what, that, that's what somebody might want to do. Yeah. But there, there are very few companies, if any, that, that start on that premise. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. But they're, there are very few bosses who turn around and say, well, actually, I don't mind how long you take to get the work done or what methods you use, as long as you get it done by this point. Yeah, yeah. I'm not saying there aren't roles where that can happen, because there are. But generally, <laughs> we've mm -hmm. got this constriction. I mean, the same issue is true for school, uh, especially in the teenage years. You've got kids who, because I do a lot of programs in schools and, and colleges and around enterprise and entrepreneurship, and you will invariably see kids who are tired. Yeah. Tired because they're growing, tired because they've not gone to bed at a reasonable time, tired because it's a hot, hot classroom, tired because they haven't had breakfast and a drink and so on and so on and so on, and tired because their bodies are actually saying, excuse me, my body clock says I have a rest around now. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I've got a great um, photo, photo, screenshot on my, on my phone of the human body clock saying oh, every hour this is what your body is doing, how it's functioning. Yeah. And we're trying to beat that. So I'm in I'm in the classroom. And there's this kid, you know, kids kids are tired, and I just think, do you know what? Some of those kids are night creatures. Yes, yeah. It'd be great if they could come to school at night. Yeah, yeah. Other kids, they're they're morning creatures, 
and others kind of can do any time and, and others kick in a little bit later during the day. But we don't do that. Mm. So, so, and again, in, you know, in terms of working from home, you better know what your patterns are because, boy, <laughs> if you're by yourself, great. And I can certainly say that when I when I was a when I was a single man living in my own space, it didn't matter. Yeah. I got up and I went to work when I was ready to go to work. You know, yeah. from bedroom to living room. <laughs> yeah. But, but as soon as as soon as the you you add a add a, a significant other, whether that's even a friend or a, or a partner or you know or, or other relative, you've got to start to work out holes on a minute. <laughs> Yes. What are okay. my natural routines? What are my natural habits? Am I going to have to shift some of that stuff? Yeah. Yeah. And how does that fit with the dynamic of a and other? Mm. Who's also got their own rhythm and their own needs and their own patterns? Yeah. And I, I think the I think it's um, Tim Glad, uh, uh, yeah, Tim Galway, who describes performance as potential minus interference. Right. So you are at home and have you turned your phone off? Are you only using one tab tab on the on the web at the time at a time? Mm -hmm. Do you have do you have any deliveries scheduled for during the day? (laughs) Is your fridge full? Have you cleaned your house already at the weekend or a non work time? (laughs) (laughs) If you've taken a lot of that interference out, then there's a good chance that you're going to get your stuff done. Yes, yeah. And if you haven't, then you've got a fundamental question which says, what am I avoiding in order to focus on this other stuff? Because, you know, that that fluff in the corner and the ceiling really wasn't a priority the day before yesterday, (laughs) but now I've got to do that proposal. I proposal. (laughs) Once I tidy that, I I think I'm going to be so much more productive. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. So um, we're we're running out of time here a bit. So um, tell me a bit more. Books, films, music. You you talk about. Okay, um, I'll I'll condense it. Um, uh, Through work, break free. Uh, John S. Williams highly recommend um, structured 30-day program to play with one idea and and develop it and see if it's got legs rather than a myriad of projects that you never get started. Yeah. Um, manage Yourself, Manage Your Life by Ian McDermott and Ian Sharkor. I've lost count of the number of times I've, I've given this book to people never to get it back because <laughs> it's so good. Um, I think it's now out of print, but I hope I didn't look on, on before the interview whether it was on, available on Kindle or, or I certainly know it's available secondhand on Amazon. Yeah. Um, it is... To me, I think it's the best book written on NLP without having NLP written anywhere on the front of it ever. Right. <laughs> um, just because it gives people, we're all we all use NLP, so it's like you know, it's not some secret art. Um, it's just about what we think, what we say, and how we, how we how we act. Yeah. And sometimes it's just right for certain environments, mm-hmm. and sometimes it's just wrong for certain environments. Yeah. It's got lots of stories and examples that just get you to think, all oh, right, okay, now I, can, I get why that wasn't working over there. It's because it wasn't the right tool. Mm-hmm. And here are some other tools that might be better. 
Yeah. Uh, and let me experiment, and maybe if they work, great, use them. If they don't work, let them go and use something else. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I've mentioned Susan Jeffers, Feel the Fear and Do It Anyway. Yeah. TED Talks, great. Um, because I help people around um, getting the jobs that they want um, and creating the careers that they deserve, um, I'm a strong fan of it. people who are job seekers actually understanding how the process works. And the best person I, I know to illustrate that is a guy called Lou Adler. Uh, Lou's American. Um, he's, got, he's given lots of talks that are available on YouTube, both in terms of helping organizations to understand their system is broken, they can do it better in terms of hiring people, and also it's increasingly now he's working on helping job seekers understand excuse me, what you're doing is actually potentially sabotaging your success. So here's some other ways that you could be successful. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I think there's not enough talks about that. I think that especially now, um, too many people are eating up too much of the time doing the wrong stuff to help them get the careers they deserve and they can do this so much better. Yeah. Uh, just with a little bit of guidance from people like Lou, people like me, and there are many others out there as well. Yeah. Lovely. So those are my recommendations. Excellent. Oh, and a film. Oh yeah, uh, as a film. Yeah, go on. Limitless. Uh, Limitless. Uh, uh, yeah, they, well, it, it, everything's recent when, once you had a had a family. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, good point. <laughs> that came out in, in 1994. Oh yeah, that's recent. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I'm only asking that because I don't anymore so yeah okay I'll, I'll check no, out no. for sure. Uh, Limitless came out about 2011 but in short it was about a guy who is given a pill to take that can enhance his mental capacity and and then what happens next how he uses that and for me in some respects uh, it, it, it encapsulates a lot of my clients they come to me they feel they're limited in some shape or form, I don't have the knowledge, I don't have the experience, I don't have this, I don't have that, and they swallow <laughs> some coaching <laughs> from me, <laughs> and it changes them in in the sense that they they realise actually there's a, they've got a lot more potential, a lot more options, and they can focus that potential and and actually perform a lot better. And likewise with organisations that I work with, they want to get more from their, their employees, they, they, they want to help them achieve more, they want to get more profits, there's no two ways about that, yeah. um, but actually with some small changes, and minor tweaks, they can start to get much more without necessarily having to do too much more. Yeah. So that's why I picked Limitless. Lovely, thank you, I will, uh, I will check that one out. So, what about on a day when things don't go right? When you have one of those days? Uh, I laughed when you were mentioning bears earlier on, because <laughs> that's me. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I do joke with the kids and uh, yourself, you know, I saw his daddy was growling. You know. I should try it with my partner a bit more as well on occasion. But, but uh, yeah, I've got to say, I, 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 I like to be in control of my stuff to a certain degree. Part of why I work for myself and part of why I work from home is a degree of autonomy. Yeah. And when you're used to a certain level, when that's constrained, 
either by stuff at home or clients or just life in general, you know, whether that's getting a train or not getting a train or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I don't always take it well. <laughs> but, but, but equally, I kind of go, well, these are my emotions. I could, I could mope and grow, grow, grump. But first of all, let me make sure I'm actually putting it in the right place. Yeah. Uh, and secondly, um, do I need to speak about this? Not shout about it, but actually do I need to speak about it? Um, yeah. Get it off my chest because if I don't, what might happen then? Well, then I might might freak out because the toothpaste isn't closed. Yeah. Is that really what this is about? Mm, no, but <laughs> <laughs> that's what that's what happens with cool. me. Okay. Yeah. And what about those days when you're in the day knowing you've had the chance to live more? We talked about uh, holidays and reflective times and being mindful and that sort of stuff. What, what do you do? What will you have done on those days where you think, wow, this is... Enjoyed it. Enjoyed it. <laughs> Enjoyed it. Enjoyed it. Enjoyed it. Enjoyed it. <laughs> There's nothing else you, you need to do with it. It's like, it's great. You're in that moment and you enjoy it. Time how boundaries. People, how they can find out more about you, how they can connect with you. What's the best? Um, they, they can look me up on LinkedIn. My name is spelt A-M-E-C-H-I. And my surname is U-D-O. Um they can go to my website, www.yourcareermatters.co.uk, and they can go on and email me, amechi, A-M-E-C-H-I, at yourcareermatters.co.uk. Lovely. Excellent. Website's having a makeover, so apologies. It's, it's, not, it's not the new glam or, or singing or dancing one. It's... Uh, <laughs> It's one that was made by an A. Udo. <laughs> Me. <laughs> so but, uh, that, that, that will change in time. Great. Well, thank you for joining me today, Amechi. It's been great uh, talking to you. I think we've covered off uh, a wide range of, uh, of uh, topics uh, today. So I uh, really appreciate you spending the time. Thank you. Pleasure. All this information is available in the show notes on the website powertolivemore.com forward slash in this case 31. The website is the place to go to if you want to find out how I can help you to improve your productivity, organisation, well-being, energy and resilience, your power to live more, which is do more of what you want to do. You might be interested in my Get Stuff Done With Power group accountability system that focuses you on powering through that to-do list and starting and completing those tasks and projects that up to now have eluded you. To find out more, just go to www.getstuffdonewithpower.com. Again, the link for this show is powertolivemore.com forward slash 31. And we look forward to speaking to you next time. Use your power to live more.